Live from the Brainswell Media Studios in Augusta, Georgia, this is the Ryan Dorn Sales and Marketing Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the team at 032outsourcing.com. Increase productivity and profitability by outsourcing business tasks to free up your time. Talk to Mike over at 032outsourcing.com. Now, your coach, your mentor, your host, he's still selling every day, Emmy-winning sales and marketing coach, Ryan Dorn. Hey, friends and fans, Ryan Dorn here, and this week we are talking about happiness and finding happiness in your sales journey, your marketing journey, your marriage, your relationships, it kind of all weaves together, doesn't it? So you might remember that it wasn't but about six months ago I did a talk that went viral online. It was all called The Happy Guy, and it really talked about my journey to finding happiness. But one of the things that I didn't share that I think is very important as we talk about finding happiness in sales and in your personal life, etc., is recognizing a, a simple, simple sort of, if you will, an open secret that's out there. And that is, happiness is not a destination. Happiness is a journey. If you're trying to find happiness in your sales life or your personal life, and you're looking off to the distance like, if I do these five things, eventually I will find happiness. That's happiness being a destination and not happiness being a journey that happens every single day. If you're at a point in your life where you might be very severely depressed or really need to talk to somebody, I would encourage you to do that. I do that openly here on the internet. I'm happy to tell everybody, scream it from the mountaintops. I have a coach. I have a therapist I talk to, and I'm married to a fantastic woman that will just let me talk about whatever that I want. But you've got to recognize, friends, as a part of that journey, you might need trusted advisors. You might need help. You might need someone to talk to. And if you need to do that, there's a lot of resources that are out there for you. When you think about the journey of happiness, I think you can follow this acronym that I speak on regularly. And the acronym is G-A is an apple, S is in Sam. So like golf, Apple, Sam, gas. And the reason I give that acronym is it's easy to remember. Let's throw a little bit of gas on the fire and let's ignite your journey towards happiness. All right, so what does the G stand for? The G in gas stands for gratitude. And that is you, your spouse, your partner, whatever, coworkers, starting each day with a little bit of time for gratitude. And that is I like to share three things with my spouse every single day that I'm grateful for. And a lot of those things are related to her, but some to our kids and to the life that we have. So the G in the GAS acronym towards the journey of happiness is gratitude. Looking for gratitude in everything that you have, being grateful for the things that you have. For example, I'm I'm really grateful today for the fact that I woke up very, very well rested and got seven and a half hours of sleep, which is really unusual for me. I'm grateful for that. The second thing, I'm grateful for a wife that supports me in almost everything that I do. Number three, I'm grateful that my speaking schedule for the year is starting to come to an end as we near the holiday season because I travel something 15 odd days a month. It reminds you of your gratefulness. That's the G. The second, the A in the acronym of GAS on your journey of happiness is all about attitude. Those that are successful very rarely have a bad attitude. Now, you might run across some rich cats that have a bad attitude or an ego, but very rarely is attitude poor 
when it comes to very successful people. What you'll find is they have a great attitude towards sharing, a great attitude towards success, a great attitude towards life. And I think it was maybe John Maxwell or somebody like that that said your attitude, maybe Zig Ziglar, your attitude controls your altitude in life. Um, whoever it was that said it, it's, it's a great understanding and a quote and an analogy because attitude is everything. Having a positive attitude towards everything. In, in some days, friends, I don't have the best attitude. I'll be honest with you. So I have to fake it till I feel it, but then I normally find it. So fake it till you feel it and eventually you'll find it. So gratitude attitude and then the s on your journey towards happiness that s is all about servitude one of the things that i recognized when i read a long time ago jack welch's book is really the servitude piece and having a servant's attitude in life is something that's so unbelievably important every leader of significance of major companies typically have a servant's heart or a servant's attitude it's all about being helpful to others when you're looking to help others be successful, when you're looking to help others grow, when you're looking to be a servant leader or to serve others, you will always get further faster. Gratitude, attitude, servitude, always looking for things that you can do to be helpful to others. Those friends are my three key ingredients on my journey of happiness towards that end game of whatever it is, you know, whatever that means to you at the very, very end, the journey should be vibrant. The journey should be brilliant. That's why I'm not waiting to travel until I retire. I'm going to die with zero and it's okay. There's a book called that, by the way, you should check it out, die with zero. But friends, you've got to recognize what does this mean? It's a journey towards happiness. It's not a destination. And if you look at the journey and analyze the journey and start making changes on that journey, guess what, friends, you will find the happiness that you desire, almost almost regardless of the circumstances that you're in. So Ryan, why are you telling all this? You're a sales coach. You're a performance coach. You're a, you're a marketing coach. I want some sales advice. Friends, let me tell you something. Watch this video six times and you will see exactly why this applies to your sales business as well. Hey friends, my goal is really simple, to provide you tactical and practical information you can put into practice right away. Speaking of that, I'd be a pretty terrible sales coach if I didn't take my own advice, right? Hey, if you would, give me 30 seconds here to pay a few bills, take care of those people that are out there to take care of all of you. We'll be right back with your listener questions after these commercial messages. This podcast is brought to you in part by the outsourcing experts at 032outsourcing.com. Virtual employees save you time, money, increase your productivity, and ultimately your profitability too. Learn more about outsourcing today. Visit 032outsourcing.com. Your podcast host, Ryan Dorn, has his new sales book on Amazon, Audible, and at Barnes & Noble. Selling Forward, Pandemic-Tested Strategies for Sales Success has been called a must-read for every sales professional. 100% of the net proceeds from Ryan's book sales always go to the Golden Harvest Food Bank. Buy Selling Forward today at your favorite retailer. Okay, now back to the podcast. Here's your fellow sales warrior and host, Ryan Dorn. Hey friends and fans, Ryan Dorn here answering your listener questions sent in to ryan at ryandorn.com. Keep those questions coming. Absolutely love your questions. All right, our next question is from Baxter in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Good old MSP. Love visiting 
Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the Twin Cities. All right, Baxter's question is, Ryan, what do you feel is your single most important sales strategy? So Baxter, that would be tough because every single day I deploy all kinds of different strategies. But if I had to pick one, I would say the email rule of three and three. And that's three words in the subject line, typically, three sentences max, typically in those emails. Because I recognize that those emails have worked better for me and my customers than almost anything else. So those three sentences inside of that email are typically, I'm gonna give some social proof, like customers were happy with. I'm typically gonna give a point of relevancy or some type of value they're gonna get from engaging with me. And then the third thing is, I typically am gonna ask for a very small amount of time to meet with them, like say five or 10 minutes or something like that. Now keep in mind, Baxter, I also follow up every three business days. I try to keep three words in the subject line, usually with a question to kind of engage their brain. But to try to pick one strategy, I try to deploy a lot of them on a regular basis. But there's a little secret there. You do need some type of strategy. And those salespeople that have strategies, those salespeople that are creative, they almost always get further faster with their customers. So Baxter, I hope that's helpful to you. Keep your listener questions coming. Love to answer them all. Send it off to Ryan at RyanDorn.com. All right, next question comes from Tanya out in Colorado. Love me some Colorado. Hey, Ryan, when do you give up on a prospect? That's a pretty simple question, but it actually is a question I get quite a bit. So let me explain to you, Tanya and everybody, about my prospecting process. Typically what I do, and there's always other circumstances, but typically what I do is I'm going to reach out with first a voicemail, because most people don't pick up the phone anymore, first a voicemail that encourages them to answer the email that I'm gonna immediately send after the voicemail. Then I'm gonna wait three business days, and I'm gonna do that again. Voicemail, email, wait three days. Voicemail, email, wait three days. And I'm gonna do that a total of five times. So a voicemail, email, one, wait three days, business days. Voicemail, email, wait three business days, so on until I get to five double attempts. So it's actually a total of 10 because like voicemail, email, wait three days. So if you do that five times, it's actually a total of 10 touch points. Now, Tanya, a lot of people ask me, Ryan, why do you even leave a voicemail? Nobody leaves voicemails anymore. Ah, exactly. I want to do things that other salespeople aren't doing. Now, I don't ask them to call me back. People aren't going to call you back if they don't know you, typically. So instead, I ask them in the voicemail to respond to the email that I just sent them. And what it does is it allows them to hear my charisma and my passion. But at a certain point in time, you do kind of need to move on to other prospects. But I don't just give up. I just give them a little bit of a break. So I'm always working a top 10 list at a minimum. Some of you need a big 50 list as I've coached you on. So I'm typically going to work each prospect, voicemail, email, wait three days, five total times for a total of 10 touch points. And then say I give them a break for 60 or 90 days, and then I come back to them again. Eventually, you will be able to crack that nut. You want to be just, Tanya, just persistent enough to be just just enough of an annoyance that they realize you're not going to go away, but you don't definitely don't want to be a pest in sales. I have people all the time, they say, well, I call them every day. <laughs> okay, I mean, you do you, that's fine. But as a general rule, my pattern of reaching out every three business days with a voicemail, then an email, following the rule of three and three, three words in the subject line, three sentences in the email. It has always worked out for me. And as a lot of you know, I'm responsible for a million bucks a year myself in sales besides just all the training that I do as well. So Tanya out in Colorado, I uh, hope that helps you in your sales game. 
And that, friends, is the podcast for this week. We'll see you back here in two weeks. But hey, if you don't press pause or stop or fast forward or whatever, guess what? Another podcast all about sales and marketing will come your way very soon. Ryan Dorn saying thank you so much. God bless you. Get out there and sell something. If I can be of help, reach out to me, ryandorn.com. All right, we'll see you in two weeks.